0: Hello! Welcome back to Girls Gone Healthy. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman. I'm very excited for today's episode because we're gonna kind of go a little bit into my background, a little bit into my own health and fitness journey because what I found throughout all of this and, you know, talking to other people on their own journeys is it's really easy once you get to that not end result but end like, oh, I'm happy with what I'm doing. I'm happy with my routines And everything feels comfortable. Once you're there, it's easy to be like, oh, okay, like I see what got me here. But when you're in the middle of either trying to change up your goals or you don't feel happy with where you're at now, but you don't know looking ahead, right? Like when you're in these transition periods, that's when it can be really hard to be like, okay, what's next? Or like, how do I move out of here? And You know, I talk about this a lot because for me, that big transition was out of being an athlete and I've talked about, you know, my background being an athlete before, but I feel like I talk about it as almost like two steps. Like I was an athlete and then I wasn't for a little while and then I found group fitness and everything was great from there. And in reality, that's not what happened at all. It was a very drawn out process and now that I've even been doing Girls Gone Healthy, you know, for almost a year, I'm actually about to be making a new transition into my fitness journey, which is what really sparked me to have this conversation now, you know, why not do it when you're making this transition? Why not go, okay, like what's next while you're actually in it, instead of just always looking back once you have resolved it, once you know you're no longer in that issue stage. So, I'm really excited to talk to you guys about this today, but before we get started, if you listen to this episode and you're like, okay, yeah, I realize, you know, I do want to start making some changes, I am at this stage to level up, to commit a little bit more, to show up for myself, I have a great program for you, it's Beyond the Hype Boot Camp, it's my six-week signature program where it's group coaching and we take you through, you know, setting up these habits to fit your lifestyle. So it's looking at what you already do, and it's like, okay, how can we build up from here? How can we get results from these actions? How can you actually find something that will work for you for forever just by going through this process instead of jump from one thing to the next every two weeks when you feel like it's not working? So that's Beyond the Hype Bootcamp. You can check it out at the link below or just go to beyond slash hype. And I hope you enjoy this week's episode. So before we can really start to talk about the transition that I made out of being an athlete, I think it's really important to talk about what I was leaving, like what I was leaving athletics like, the mindset that I had there. And I know that this might be a repeat of some of my other episodes, but basically in college, I was a coxswain for the rowing team. So if you don't know what that is, instead of actually being the rower with the oar, I was sitting at the back of the boat. I was instructing and I was coaching and I was steering. And that position, you have to be really small. You weigh in at 110 pounds and you weigh that before every single race, every single competition, and usually, you know, weekly with your coaches leading up to that. So for seven years that I was a coxswain, because all four years of Division One, and then in high school I was a coxswain, and I had to be 110 pounds. And I mean, putting any number on seven years of your life would be hard to hit. Like it's hard to stay that consistent, and I struggled with it a lot. My last two years, I was overweight, and I was trying to drop to 110 pounds. And you know, I'm a college girl who's just googling weight loss I'm talking with my sorority sisters you know I'm trying to ask other 18 year olds for advice on losing weight so of course I got so much bad advice I was following it all and on top of that you know I was going to my trainers I'm like oh trainers what should I do and they're giving me extra workouts and then I would also go to the dietitian. oh what should I be eating and then I'd start over exaggerating there and basically I just kept doing more and more and more So I left athletics so burnt out. I had this skewed perception on what health looked like. I thought that it meant all of this pressure on my body. I thought that it meant working out every single day, always trying to lose weight, eating the healthiest possible. And I was like, this is hard. I am done. So I retired from athletics when I graduated. I moved back to Boston because I was living in Oklahoma So I moved back to Boston and as I said, you know, I was kind of tired of it. I was like, this is hard. So I stopped and I had come out of it dieting and I was on all those protein shakes and meal replacements and all of that. And so instead of being like, you know, the diet products are really unhealthy. Why don't I just eat real food? I almost did the opposite. Like I was so anti-diet that everything that dieting said was bad I was like, I'm just gonna eat those foods, (laughs) like, every unhealthy food, I was going out for every single lunch and dinner, I was always getting takeout pizzas, I was making desserts, sometimes dinner would just be ice cream, like, I'm not saying that, you know, I was just eating unhealthy because I was eating so much, but I was, like, almost trying to rebel against what I was putting my body through for two years of college, and so, I was eating like shit, and I knew that I should be working out, but I didn't even know what that looks like when I didn't have a team anymore. I didn't have a coach, and I was also kind of out of money, so I moved to Boston on my entry-level salary, so almost all of my money was going towards rent, and I'm not someone who likes to have excuses, but when I say I had no money to join a gym membership, like I had nothing. And at this time, you know, I was new to my job, new to the city, I was meeting a lot of people that didn't know my background. And so when they asked me questions like, oh, why were you living in Oklahoma? Why did you go to OU? Just asking me questions about my background. And it was because I was an athlete. And a lot of my background was because I was an athlete. I almost now felt embarrassed to say that because I was not looking athletic. I was not acting like I was an athlete. Almost everyone that I knew was going to the gym more than I was so I was like how can I even consider myself an athlete and how can I even talk about that when I felt so far removed from the life that I was living only six months ago like it wasn't even that long ago and so I knew that I wanted to get back into working out I knew that I wanted to get back into this but it just seemed too hard and like not the right time right it was something that I kept pushing off I was like this isn't urgent this isn't urgent so after a year of living in the city, getting a new lifestyle, you know, like getting a new routine, I went to Israel that next summer, and before you're like, you just said that you were too broke for a gym, and you went to Israel, it was a free trip, I went with Birthright, because I'm Jewish, and so you get a free Birthright trip, and it was amazing, and I went with a bunch of people that I had never met before, and so once again, you know, it's me meeting all these new people who didn't know my background. And a lot of the people there, you know, they were also in their early 20s, few years out of college, and all of them had some sort of like fitness that they were really into. And I'm not saying that like these were people that were super in shape and they're like, oh, all I talk about is the gym. But, you know, one of them was like, oh, yeah, like I love doing yoga down the street from me. And I realized like she was one of my neighbors. So I was like, wait, that's really close. And I walk by it every day. And I've never been. And then another one of them was like, oh, yeah, my sister's actually a spin instructor. So, you know, on Saturdays, I'll usually go to her class and I'll go with my mom. And I was seeing all these people that I was like, wait, like your mom's going to this, your little sister's going to this, like just all these different backgrounds was finding all of this different activities and gyms and workouts that they were really enjoying and I was like okay this must be something here right like there's something in this group fitness so when we came back from Israel I was like okay I want to start trying some of this I was a little bit better with money now so I could start actually affording to go to the gym and almost every single class that I tried I loved because it wasn't Just the activity that we're doing that I was going for, you know, it was to have that team atmosphere. It was to have the encouragement of others. It was to feel like I was finally on a team again, going to a practice. Because before, if I tried to get myself to go to a gym, it never felt like a practice, right? I wasn't doing the same thing as anyone else. I wasn't working towards something. I could just get up and leave the elliptical whenever. But this, I had a coach in front of me, I had my teammates again, and it was really fun. And so, I spent the next few months, you know, trying all of these different types. I'd be jumping from class to class, never really sticking with anything too seriously. But that was like my introduction of, okay, working out can be fun. I can now say that I enjoy working out again. You know, it wasn't like, oh, I found rowing and rowing was my one passion and I can't do that anymore. It's like, no, I could use that passion that I had for my sport somewhere else. And so that was a great wake-up call for me. It got me out of the dieting mindset completely. I started eating healthier again because I wasn't dieting and I wasn't like anti-dieting. You know, I was just finally eating intuitively in the middle. And then you know, a few more months down the road of just doing this. um, Me and my boyfriend at the time, we went through a breakup. And so I moved out of, you know, said expensive apartment (laughs) into another expensive apartment on my own. And this was the first time that I had ever been living alone, kind of being alone completely. And so when I had moved there, you know, obviously it's a hard time going through a breakup. And one of my first nights that I was there, I was really upset, and I was like, okay, if the only thing that I do today is make myself dinner, like, that'll be a huge accomplishment, and I didn't have much in my fridge. I had pasta, and I had sauce, and I was like, okay, that is so easy, and I can't mess this up, so I made myself the pasta, and I got out the jar of sauce, and I could not open it and I was trying all the techniques, like running it under the hot water, using a knife, like Googling how to open this. And it, you know, I also being dramatic because I was upset. I realized, you know, looking back that it was a dramatic moment, but when I couldn't open that pasta sauce, I had what I call like the bathroom floor moment. You know, it's like when you completely like break down and then that's when like things start to change. I was like, I can't open a damn pasta sauce jar. Like, I can't open this jar for myself. How am I supposed to do anything else for myself? How am I supposed to be this independent, strong woman if I can't even make myself the most basic dinner And I didn't even have butter, so I couldn't even eat pasta with butter. So that night, I literally just ate, like, cold, sticky pasta that had no flavor and no anything on it. And I told myself that night, I was like, this is so frustrating to me that I'm not strong enough to open this pasta jar. Like, I'm not strong enough. And There have been a lot of moments in my life where I'm like, I'm not strong enough to do this, but I was like, this one seems so easy, and so from that moment, I took group fitness as something of like, this is fun, and I go once on the weekends with friends to like, I need to get serious about making a structure again, serious about a routine, and have this be something in my life that's like a non-negotiable. I'm going to start going to the gym every day. I'm going to be that fit athletic person that I once was two years ago because now I'm two years out. So I think that's really important, you know, on this time frame too. It's like, you know, I mentioned at the beginning how a lot of times I talk about, oh, I was an athlete and then group fitness. But for me to actually get from one routine into the other took two years and it took me feeling embarrassed in front of my coworkers for saying I was an athlete. It took me feeling really frustrated with myself that I couldn't live on my own and function properly. It took me all of these things to keep building on itself to be like, okay, this is what drives me to the next step. This is what drives me to the next step. And obviously, you can make these changes without going through you know, all of these hard emotions and be going through these life events, you know, it could happen smaller than that. But I think for people like if you used to be an athlete, that is such a big life event to no longer be an athlete. And it's such a devastating one that you do have to grieve. And it is a process that, you know, you kind of need something to wake you up again, you need something to spark that fire to spark that passion of like, you know what, I can do this. And So that's where I was like two years ago now. Wow, I keep feeling older and older the more years I keep adding on to this. (laughs) So anyways, I found group fitness, loved group fitness, started going every single day. Pandemic started, so a year ago now. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna start really doubling down on this. Like it worked great for me in person. There's no reason that I can't continue doing it. At home from Zoom. And so I found different classes, new classes, found ones that I loved. And that's what you've been hearing about a lot on this podcast, right? Like, you guys kind of walked in in the middle. If you've been following along, of like, I'm loving group fitness and I found something that really worked for me. And I always want you to find something that works for you. And I think that group fitness is a great way for a lot of people. But now I am transitioning into something else, which I already told you at the beginning. But basically, you know, I've been really committed now for about two years to group fitness. I stopped dieting about four years ago. So I feel like I'm at a really good spot with my health and fitness. It's something that I really enjoy. I know all the benefits of. I have a really solid foundation, but there is still this thing missing. And so two weeks ago now, I went to, it's kind of like an adventure park mixed with a trampoline park I don't know if these type of things are common (laughs) so basically it's like a trampoline park but there's also um you know like kind of like an adult jungle gym like you can climb on monkey bars and swing from ropes and just do all these really fun adventure things and I remember like I went in thinking I was like okay like you know maybe I'll kind of like impress the people I'm with I work out a lot now you know like I can see the muscle on my body. And I went to do the monkey bars, which is a very simple thing, and I couldn't even hang on to the second one. Like I got myself up there and I was like struggling to stay on and I was like, "Oh, I'll just like reach for the next one," which just takes like arm strength. Like it wasn't that it was too far, and then I fell. And then on the next thing, I fell right away. And like I couldn't do any of these activities. And this wasn't the first time I felt that way either. So about a year and a half ago, I did a Tough Mudder. So Tough Mudder is I did the 5K version where there's a bunch of obstacles in the middle of a 5K run and same sort of thing. You know, you got ropes, you got walls, you climb up, um, like different like rock climbing things and just a lot of activities. Again, I kind of forget what half of them are, but I ran into the same thing there i thought that i was in such good shape because i had started working out again but when it came to all these strength activities none of my strength was there and that kept bringing me back to you know that bathroom floor moment that i talked about of like i can't even open this damn pasta jar like oh if you could just picture the memory that i have in my brain like it's just so frustrating like i feel like even just talking about it i get frustrated but I thought that, you know, now this time when I went just last week, two weeks ago, it would be different because I have been training differently and I have been so committed, but I realized, you know, all the workouts that I'm doing, they're really cardio heavy. I'm not really lifting heavy weights. I'm not usually using my upper body. So they're really fun and I sweat out and I feel great after, but I guess that I'm not actually building the strength that I thought that I was. Which is fine. There's so many different reasons to work out. And that doesn't have to be a reason to work out. But I'm at the point where I'm like, if I put so much time into this and so much dedication into this, I want to start actually being stronger and being able to do something cool at the end of this. Like, I don't really know what that looks like. But if you were to ask me right now, like, I can't run a 5k. I can't really run. So I would not be able to complete that. I also could not do a triathlon, which I know is a lot more running, but you know, like I couldn't do that biking portion. I couldn't do that swimming portion. I can't do things like the Tough meters or any sort of obstacle because I'm not strong enough for that either. You know, like all of these goals that you could have at the end of training, like I'm not actually working towards any of those. And that was my goal for so long. I spent four years trying to chase a division one Big 12 title. You know, I wanted to win our conference championships for 4 years, for 4 years straight I came in second place. And so it felt really good to not have a goal for a while. It felt really good to just do something because it brought joy to me and for no other reason. And I think that's a really important part of this too is as you're going through transitions, like you don't need to jump into something that doesn't feel right or to you know feel like you need to have a goal or not. It's just whatever feels right. And so for now, I'm like, you know, I've spent so long doing it that way. I want to try something else. So for the first time, I have signed up for a gym where I don't even know what you call it. I guess just like a standard gym. Like you just go in, you can use whatever equipment you want for however long you want, and then you leave. And this is just like, mind-blowing to me because it brings me back to like horrible flashback memories of right after I finished rowing and for a little while I almost forced myself I was like you know what like athletes always work out right I'll start going to the gym and for like the first few weeks right after I stopped rowing I would make myself go to the gym and I got there and I had no idea what to do I was always used to you know you're showing up and the workout was already written on the board for you and I showed up I was like I don't know what to do I don't know where any of this equipment is. I don't know what it does. And I'd be so lost. And then I would just leave all discouraged. You know, I wouldn't feel good after that. I'd be like, yeah, so I just kind of stretched for 20 minutes, filled up my water three times, took a lap, and then I left. So I just kept thinking, like, that was my only impression of a public regular gym that's not a group fitness class. And so... After the whole Adventure Park thing, I decided to join a real gym and I downloaded an app that like has gym workouts for you where you can use the equipment and it's been an adventure so far. It's definitely so different than what I had been doing before, but it's also, you know, it serves a much different purpose in my life, which I'm like, oh, I'm kind of like excited for this change up because I go into a group fitness class when I kind of want to turn off my brain right like I'm like okay I just want to shut off my thoughts and I'm going to have this instructor like who's positive who's upbeat you know I'm going to listen to them and they're going to be my encouragement that's kind of how I use the group fitness but now that I'm going to the gym alone as just me myself and I it's almost like it's more time to sit in with my thoughts so instead of blocking them out to use someone else's thoughts, now it's like it is me and only me. And it's almost pushing that mental toughness, right? Because no one is going to care if I hop off the machine a few reps early or even leave the gym early or no one's monitoring any sort of thing. I don't have to sign up for workout days in advance. I don't have to cancel workouts. Like none of that exists. It's with so much freedom, it's all back to me. And I really enjoyed it so far. I'm excited. I actually took some before and after photos, which I think that this was a big like transformation too. Because with the program I'm doing, you know, the goal is to put on muscle and to get stronger. And I'm working out muscle groups like I never did before. Right, like I never did an arm day or leg day or like worked my lats. Like I don't even know what half of the muscles that I'm targeting are. But since I'm going from this place of never lifting heavy before to now starting, all of the coaches were like, you know, you should take these before pictures to see what areas of my body are getting stronger and how I start to, you know, be gaining muscle. And this was really interesting because, you know, when I look back at the days of when I was an athlete, I was taking those before pictures because I thought, you know, oh, I'm going to lose so much weight because I'm going on a diet. I'm going to lose so much weight because now I'm doing extra cardio and I'd be taking pictures because the only like goal at the end of it was like, oh, I'll be able to see the weight loss, right? Like, oh, I'll be able to see like my stomach shrink. And those always kind of had like the negative connotation around it because I was always like, oh, I'm not at that ideal weight yet. I'm not Skinny enough yet, or I don't see my abs yet. And this is almost the opposite where now I'm wanting to take up space. I'm wanting to be bigger and stronger. And I guess I don't have too much of a goal with this one, too. You know, I kind of said beforehand that my group fitness didn't have a goal, and now this one does, but I still don't really have like a tangible goal of, oh, I want to be able to bench press this much or. I don't even know the other list yet, but there's no goal for me there either. So it's just being able to see myself get physically stronger as I'm getting mentally stronger. Because as I said, these workouts are really challenging me in a mental way that I didn't have before, before I could kind of shut out my thoughts. And now I'm really living with them and pushing myself through them. And then seeing what result that has physically, I it's getting back to how I fell in love with athletics and how I got good enough to be a division one athlete. I saw myself improving and I always wanted to get better. I always wanted to be a better coxswain and it was clear on how to do it, right? Like there was very specific skills that if I just worked out over time, I'd be good enough and eventually I was good enough to get at the level I wanted. And so now with going to the gym again, you know, I'm starting small, starting with these small movements, small weights, but I can almost like chronologically see, right? Like, okay, I know that if I can get it at this weight while I'm nailing my form, then I bump it up a few pounds next week, stay there, then bump it up. And I see myself increasing. And so, I finally found an activity like that again, because with the group fitness, I don't think that I had it that way, right? Like on the spin bike, I didn't even have any metrics. I didn't even know how far I was going after my workouts. It was just something to do and sweat and enjoy moving again. And now that I know that I enjoy moving, I know that, you know, I am a better person in my life because I work out. Now I'm able to find another outlet for that again. So I am really excited I'll be sharing more about this story too, you know, bringing you guys along on the journey with me. But for all my former athletes out there, for anyone who feels like you might be stuck with where you're at or you're unsure where you're going, or maybe you want a big change, I encourage you to try it, to test it out, to fail at it. Like you never know what's going to come out of it. And that's why I wanted this episode to specifically be about the transitions it wasn't like oh yeah you know like I had group fitness once a week now I bump it up to two and now three it's like no how do you go through these big transitions of like what I used to do I loved but I no longer have that love for it and so instead of just trying to keep forcing that just let it go and see where it takes you. So I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. As always, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and come join us over on Instagram. Come say hi at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. I'll see you there. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast at Girls Gone Healthy podcast. Come say hi, come say what's up. I'd love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.